Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome back to another episode of Keep the Receipts, the One Man Fast Break. And this one was a fast break. It was breaking news, and holy crap. The NBA landscape has completely flipped in an instant by today. The big news, if you haven't heard, you live under a rock. James Harden of the Brooklyn Nets has been traded to the Philadelphia 76ers. For a while there, it looked like it wasn't going to happen. Harden wasn't going to get traded. And the Nets and 76ers were kind of going to go about their business in their own way. But in the last couple of days, it became very apparent that James Harden did not want to play in Brooklyn any longer, especially with the Kyrie situation where he is playing half the time and other half of the time he's not playing. On top of that, Kevin Durant's out for another four to six weeks. At that, we don't even know how long he's going to be out. And James Harden kind of got tired and fed up. And he was like, I got to get going to a team where I feel like I have a chance to win a title. And so let's get into my initial thoughts. My first thought was, holy crap, it actually happened, right? It was. It's one thing to be like, hey, it's a rumor. It's going to happen or it might happen. And then when it actually happens, you're like, whoa, like, it actually happened. James Harden is going to play with Joel Embiid. That's a deadly inside-outside combo, and might be the best, might be one of the best players that James Harden has played with. Especially because right now you can even make an argument. This might be the first time, maybe also with KD, where the player on his team is better than James Harden, and Harden's playing with somebody aside. Obviously, KD was the one, but. James Harden hasn't had many years in his career where he played with somebody who was better than him on his team. And and now he doesn't have to worry about the Kyrie situation, which will really benefit him. And a motivated James Harden is one of the best players in the game. And we'll just kind of see. And I, my other initial reaction was, first of all, the fact that the Brooklyn Nets did not get Tyrese Maxey. They did not get Matisse Tybul. I was like, there was no way this trade was going to happen. And so since the fact they didn't get those two guys, I felt like the the trade wasn't a loss for anybody. It wasn't highway robbery per se for some team, and one team got robbed, another team completely benefited. It was a very beneficial trade for both teams. So let's get into what the trade actually was, right? It was Ben Simmons. It was Seth Curry, Andre Drummond, and two first-round picks going to the Brooklyn Nets, James Harden, and Paul Millsap to Philadelphia. So... Uh, obviously, those two first-round picks have some protection and stuff, but let's not get into the technicality of it. Those are just first-round picks. It's not in the NFL. It doesn't matter as much. So we're just going to leave that alone. It's really irrelevant to the discussion. And the wild part about this whole trade, let's get into the details, right? The wild part about this trade is Daryl Morey, the general manager of this Philadelphia 76ers, previous GM of the Rockets, one of the best GMs in the league, he got James Harden, for a guy who hasn't played one game this season. That's crazy because at the beginning of the year, everybody was like, oh, you need to trade Ben Simmons. Immediately, he doesn't want to play. And pretty much everybody was telling Daryl Moore to trade Ben Simmons for pennies on the dollar. And he stuck by his guns and he kept Ben Simmons until he could get a trade for him. And he got, he obviously got a better player. James Harden is a better player. Even James Harden struggling this year. Him, Even James Harden not being the best version of James Harden. Is better than Ben Simmons. And the fact that Murray held on and he got what he always wanted, which I believe was that he wanted James Harden on his team from the get-go ever since he left the Rockets. He wanted to figure out a way to get James Harden back 
onto his team, and now he's able to do that, and he did it with a guy who hasn't played. This isn't a shot at Ben Simmons because Ben Simmons will be great. He is a good player, but he is not at the level of James Harden, and usually in the NBA and most trades, if you get the best player, you won the trade, and so if you're really going by it, if you're really going by it, who really won the trade, I think that the 76ers did. They get James Harden for well, this is the second half of the season, pretty much, right? You get James Harden for half a season. You get him for the playoff run. And uh, Shams Charani reported that James Harden is going to opt into his contract next year. So $47.3 million guaranteed to James Harden when he opts in. And so at least you have him for a year and a half. And you, Embiid's healthy right now. Embiid is playing like an MVP. Might be the run, uh, the front runner at the very moment to win MVP. Couple that with James Harden. A motivated James Harden. And... You're talking serious contender. Philadelphia 76ers with Ben Simmons were not going to be have uh, favorites. They weren't going to be contenders. Ben Simmons wasn't playing even when he was playing and he was at his best. They were still second or third best in the East, depending on who you ask or depending who was in the East. So getting James Harden, they clearly I, they've got they clearly got better for sure. They got they got a player for a player who wasn't playing. So. It can only go up from <laughs> from the sense that, hey, Ben Simmons wasn't playing at all. And let, let's kind of, you know, go into micro details about James Harden, right? Let's get, let's get into that. Two years in a row, James Harden has pretty much got what he wanted. And he got to go exactly what team he wanted to go to. Two years in a row, he desired, I wanted to go to Brooklyn last year. Last year was with the Rockets. He's like, hey, things weren't going to work out. Understood it. It sucked. I was sad as a fan to see James Harden go. But he went to Brooklyn, and I wanted to see him win a title. Unfortunately, that didn't happen. Injury to Kyrie, injury to James Harden. They lost to the Bucks in seven games in the second round. But um, he went there, and then now I think I think the big thing that happened this with this situation about him leaving and wanting to go to Philadelphia had a lot to do with the Kyrie situation. I thought, you know, when Kyrie came back, I believe James Harden thought, hey, He'll get vaccinated or he'll eventually do it. And, you know, we'll have our three guys and we, we can take on anybody. And if those three guys are healthy, they are clearly the favorites to win the title. They, they were. And there's no debating about that. Those three guys can win you the title. But they just weren't on the court together. In three years, well, one and, one and a half years, right? Kyrie and KD and Harden in a year, roughly about a year because he was traded around the trade deadline last year. A year, they played 16 games together, the three of them. For whatever reason, if that's injury-related, whether that's COVID-related, whether that's whatever, right? They only played 16 games together. Now, granted, in those 16 games, they were 13-3, and three, so those guys were winning games at 65-75% clip when they were playing, but they just weren't playing together for whatever reason, and it really sucked because the overwhelming talent that they had never really got put on full display because injuries, because Kyrie's vaccination status, and just a whole lot of just unlucky bounces, unlucky whatever. And same thing right now, right? James Harden wanted to get, he wanted to leave. KD's out. KD's going to be out for another two months, maybe another month and a half or so at the very bare minimum. And then Kyrie's playing every other game because he can only play on the road. He can't play uh, at home uh, in Brooklyn. Uh, where there's a mandate, uh, where there's a vaccine mandate, so it's really, 
it's really sad because it's a lot of a big what if when what if they were healthy what if they played together <laughs> because 13 and 3 and just keep in mind when they were playing last year they were up 2-0 on the Milwaukee Bucks and they had blown Milwaukee out by about 50 they were up by 50 points in game 2 of that series like they were blowing the doors off of Milwaukee at home when all three guys were playing then unfortunately Kyrie got injured in game 2 Harden got injured in game three, and then it just went all downhill from there. KD almost saved their season. His his foot, his shoe was a little bigger in size. If it was one one shoe size smaller, they probably win that game and go to the conference finals, and probably still be favorites because Harden he wasn't himself. He had a get great two hamstring, and you could really see that he was laboring on the court. He couldn't. He didn't have that burst, and it really cost them. But you know, it's going to be a big what if forever is what if those guys were healthy and it would have been overwhelming favorites. It's kind of similar to the uh, Warriors, right? Maybe the team around them wouldn't be, obviously wasn't as good as the Warriors were constructed and built. But man, that overwhelming talent was probably better top heavy than the Warriors were. Uh, you can argue Kyrie, Harden, and and KD are better than Steph, KD, and Clay. But KD, Steph, and Clay fit better, so that's one thing you can say. You know, chemistry and how the this, this the pieces fit together in the puzzle is definitely a big thing. But it, it was like it just never got to see it, and that, that that's kind of one of the sad parts. As just as a fan of the game, and obviously I wanted to see Harden do well as a Rockets fan. I am not those very bitter ones that like I hate Harden. He quit. I never felt that. I never did. Uh, I understood all his motivation. He did he did as much as he could with what the team the Rockets had. So I have no like animosity towards him leaving, but it just kind of sucked because he went to a you know a perfect spot to actually win the title, but things just didn't work out that way. And sometimes they just don't. Harden's got to be one of the most unluckiest players in the game, right? Uh, like literally, Chris Paul's injury. He goes to the Brooklyn Nets, and he gets injured. Kyrie gets injured. They lose. Next year, Kyrie doesn't get vaccinated, which is this year, and it's just it's just bad luck. Harden's one got bad luck. Eventually, hopefully, get some good luck on his side. Maybe this year in the playoffs, and and you know they have a real good chance. Uh, they're gonna be, I they've definitely got better, and they're really gonna be right there. And I'll kind of save my second half prediction and stuff for a, an episode that we're gonna do later down the road. I'm finally gonna be able to get my brother on a podcast. And so we'll kind of cover a little bit more and go into more depth. And he has his points and views on some of this stuff, and I do too. Obviously, he's a Suns fan, and the Suns are the number one team in the NBA at the moment. And so he's got a lot to say, and uh, I'll try to get him on the podcast as well. And um, let's kind of cover one more thing, right? Let's just talk about the outlook of the teams now. We talked a lot about uh, the 76ers. Let's kind of transition over to talk about uh, the Brooklyn Nets. They got Ben Simmons, and he's a great fit for that team. They got length, they got defensive, they got a, they got a, they got under Drummond, they got a defensive player in Ben Simmons. Seth Curry's a shooter, and so they, like I said, the trade was great for both teams, and it could really benefit both teams down the road. I think immediate trade, obviously, I think 76ers are winning because Harden's playing, and right now Ben Simmons hasn't played a game this whole year. We don't know what his mental state is. We don't know if he's even going to come back. I assume he will, but that remains to be seen. For the Nets, 
you got Ben Simmons. He's a perfect, like, the, the, the players around them are perfect, right? You got Seth Curry who can shoot the ball. You got KD who can shoot the ball. Kyrie, when he's playing, can shoot the ball. They've got Ben Simmons and a whole lot of shooters. That is the ideal way to play with the Ben Simmons. He's not. He can't shoot, obviously. He's not a good shooter. He can drive the ball. He can kick. He can dish. He's got great playmaking ability. And you get somebody, you get those guys around him, and Ben Simmons looks even better because the, the pieces fit what he does very well. And he can defend. So that was one of the big things with the Nets, right? Whenever they made the trade for Harden was, hey, who's going to defend? Kyrie can't really defend. James Harden is not the best defender. KD can defend, but he can't guard everybody. And KD is not like some, uh, you know, he's not Draymond Green on the defensive side. He can play his own, but when you traded for Harden, you know, you got rid of Jared Allen. You got rid of, uh, you got rid of your defensive anchor, and he was one of a really good defender. And you can see he's like an all-star level player in, in Cleveland this year. So... They get some of that defensive back. They get Andre Drummond. They need size, right? Because Blake Griffin, Lamarcus Aldridge, those guys aren't. Those guys are power forwards. They're not. They're not centers. And Andre Drummond, for whatever you think of him and his skill level and what he is now, he's still a big guy. He can still get rebounds. He can still defend the paint at a decent level, and he could help. That he's going to definitely help the Nets. And obviously, the Nets they were lacking depth because. When you have those three players, you can't really build a solid roster around them. And they were down, what, 28-2 to in, the, in a recent game against Boston, which was like a couple days ago. Harden wasn't playing. Uh, Quote-unquote, he had a hamstring injury, which really wasn't a hamstring injury. It was, um, hey, get me out of here. I don't want to play. I don't want to injure myself before I go to Philadelphia. So um, they, they were lacking depth, and this really helps their depth. Uh, pretty decent amount Seth Curry can shoot Seth Curry is one of the best shooters in the NBA Ben Simmons if he's if he's right can really help this team and now the East is really up for grabs at first before the trade I thought you know if the Nets got healthy which was a huge if if they got healthy they would be able to come out of the East because they were going to do it last year if they were healthy it just unfortunately didn't happen and the Bucks, I think the Bucks are kind of like, you know, I think the Bucks were, they were okay if there was no trade because they would probably still be head and shoulders. Maybe not head and shoulders. They would still be the favorites if Harden stays on the net, uh, on the Nets. Strictly from the fact of injuries, and we just don't know, like, the Kyrie situation. But now that Harden is on Philadelphia, now it's going to be a little more interesting. Ben Simmons and Kevin Durant and Kyrie when he plays. They got a solid big three. That's a good big three, right? And then you got Giannis, Holiday, Middleton. They got their three. And then Harden and Embiid. So Harden and Embiid, Tobias Harris, right? I mean, Tobias Harris is not at that level, but you get the idea, right? Each team's got a solid, a really good two, and a great uh, third, depending on, you know, you think Kyrie plays or he doesn't play. But I think the East is really wide open. And I think the Philadelphia 76ers have put themselves in a spot where Embiid, Embiid's got to stay healthy. Harden's got to stay healthy. Absolutely. Because it, it really sucked because Embiid is balling out this year. And I applaud Daryl Morey for not wasting this. Because big man, their shelf life isn't as long. You don't want to waste this time. You don't want to wait till the next year. Then you got to play all 82 games. And you just never know, right? When When the... When the going is good, you got to take advantage. And Embiid is balling out right now, and Embiid is probably going to, he's right now the front runner for MVP. You got to be able to get that man help and get him a chance to at least 
what you know you don't get many opportunities to win the title and it would be a great redemption story if James Harden and Daryl Morey together once again win a title after all those years that they unfortunately failed in Houston so I think they're both trying to right their wrongs from Houston and now they're back together so it's going to be an amazing thing to watch and lastly the Nets if KD comes back and Kyrie can play as Kyrie can Ben Simmons comes back and Ben Simmons can be what Ben we know what Ben Simmons can be we just don't know what his mental status is right now because obviously he, he's had a lot of issues with Philadelphia and the last time we saw him play in an actual competitive game he was passing up layups when Trey Young was underneath the basket so if Ben Simmons is in the right state of mind they really they they're dangerous they're just as they're just as good as any other team and when you got Kevin Durant, might be the best player in the NBA, top five, whatever, top two, top three, whatever you want to give him. When Kevin Durant's healthy, that guy can get buckets like nobody can. So it's going to be, I think the East has really opened up in this trade, and that's going to make the second half of the year super interesting. And I got to really tune in to see motivated Harden. We'll see hopefully a motivated Ben Simmons. Hopefully KD comes back healthy and KD's ready to go. And... Then it's on. It, it, it's going to really be on. And there's three teams vying for two spots in the conference finals. So that that's that's kind of the thing. One team, unfortunately, is going to go home early. And that's going to be a disappointing season. Whoever, Whichever team that is, whether that's Milwaukee, whether that's Philly, whether that's Brooklyn, one of those teams going home in the second round. Just And that's going to be a wild thing to see because how things shake out one way or the other completely changes the mindset of those teams going into the offseason. And, you know, it's really it's really intriguing now. We'll kind of leave the West alone for the time being. I just want to talk about this James Harden trade because this is blockbuster stuff. And it could really change the landscape of this season and then the seasons going forward, depending on how things shake out. So that will be this week's episode uh this this week's not i guess not this week's because i'm gonna record a couple i'm gonna get my brother on the podcast soon to talk about this trade and then the second half of the season and his phoenix suns we're gonna discuss those people unfortunately as well um they're the best team in the nba currently and i know he's gonna want to talk about them i'll also cover the super bowl so there's gonna be an episode coming out real soon probably either friday or saturday right before the super bowl uh, discussing my predictions and kind of where I see things going and um, that's going to be that so there's going to be a few there's a couple things down the road uh, a couple things coming up real shortly uh, for the season and I'll get to that very soon thank you guys so much for listening I'll, I'll talk to you guys very soon and on that note I'm out